Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, grown-ups! We've just discovered another kids' podcast that we think is going to rock your tailblazers' world. It's called Kid News, and every weekday morning, it runs down the top news stories of the day in a way that is 100% kid-friendly. Kid News is seven minutes of current events, all of it fun and fresh, engaging and nonpartisan. Produced by veteran broadcast journalists who believe kids deserve and want a newscast of their very own. You can find Kid News on all the major platforms. K-I-D-N-U-Z. Trust me, you'll want to check it out. Hi, I'm Haven and this is Girl Tales. Thank you, Haven, for that wonderful introduction. Before we get started, I'd like to send some very special shout-outs to Mackenzie and Poppy in Los Angeles, California. Mackenzie and Poppy, thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. It means the world to me. Grown-ups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is The Doom of Old Man Gloom. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine named Joaquin. But his story starts with someone else, actually. Have you ever heard of Old Man Gloom? I know it's not a very nice name, even a little bit scary sounding, 
But that's exactly how everyone in Freshwater knows him. At least now they do. There was a time when none of us had any idea. The thing is, Old Man Gloom isn't exactly a person, but an emotional spirit in a giant marionette puppet built by someone who lives on the very edge of freshwater. That person is my friend, Joaquin. Many years ago, before I ever knew him, Joaquin became very sick and doctors urged him to move out of the city to a place where he could breathe fresh air and be surrounded by nature. So he pulled out a map, closed his eyes, and pointed. And would you believe his finger landed right on freshwater? A fresh start in freshwater. He liked the sound of it, even if he wasn't quite sure what exactly to expect. Though he loved it here in freshwater, his spacious little cabin, the lake, the forest especially, he still felt like an outsider. The truth is, he feared making new friends because he wasn't sure how much time he might have left. He'd sadly lost many friends to his own disease and feared he might be next. He'd always been shy, but now he had an excuse. So instead of getting to know his neighbors or spending too much time in town, he mostly kept to himself. You might wonder how he passed the time. Well, as it turned out, Joaquin spent hours and hours every day, month after month, year after year, crafting the most magnificent puppets. Until after 30 years had passed, his entire house was full of them. The walls themselves lined with the faces of a thousand or more fantastically carved puppets. One weekend, while Pippa and I were off to find a hiking trail we learned about from Sasquatch, we spotted something incredible in the backyard of a small green house we'd never really noticed before. The house blended so well with the landscape it practically looked like a part of the forest itself. But there, unmistakable, peeking above a tree branch, was an eight-foot-tall wooden figure. A monstrous but beautiful-looking thing with beady black eyes and large, curved hands. We weren't actually sure who lived in this quaint little house not too far from the trails, but thought we'd stop by and say hello and hopefully get a closer look. Was it a sculpture, a statue, a giant lawn gnome, or something else entirely? As soon as we started to approach, a short, stocky person noticed us and quickly threw a large tarp over the figure. I wondered why. Wait, I said as we moved closer. Please, don't cover it up. That's when Pippa and I introduced ourselves and officially met Joaquin for the first time. He had big, bright brown eyes and weathered, tan skin but it was hard to tell how old he might actually be. He reluctantly slipped the tarp off the figure. I wasn't quite sure why he wanted to hide it so badly. Wow, it's absolutely incredible. Pippa and I marveled, staring up at the giant. The detailed carved lines on the figure's hands and face were even more impressive up close. It was truly a work of art. Did you make this? Him. And yes, 
I did. Joaquin replied, quiet but clearly proud. And for good reason. I learned later that Joaquin's father taught him to carve wooden sculptures back in Oaxaca, Mexico, when he was a boy. That's where his love and talent for crafting fantastic figures of all kinds began. Well, I think he's one of the most incredible pieces I've ever seen, Pippa told Joaquin. Thank you. He's actually a puppet. Joaquin began to move the strings attached to the puppet's bulky arms, raising them up and down with ease. We laughed. But then Joaquin added, His name is Old Man Gloom. And the moment he said the words, I felt a shiver run up my spine, and a great sadness came into my heart. It's hard to explain how or why the feeling came over me, but it did. I looked over at Pippa. She looked heartbroken, too, as if someone had stolen our sweet dog's cheese and Sherlock. So I knew it wasn't just me. Are you all right? Joaquin asked, a concerned look on his face. It's going to sound funny, I said. But as soon as you said his name, Old Man Gloom, I suddenly got very, well... Gloomy. He's powerful. I feel it too. He said, slipping off his baseball cap like a man in mourning to reveal his thinning hair. Can I tell you something? He looked up at me, his eyes hopeful. Of course, I replied. I could tell then that we would become friends. I worry I've given him all of my sadness, my fears, my pain. And now I've created a real monster. I know he's just a puppet, but it's as if his gloom is contagious. But he's my greatest work, so I'm not sure how I could destroy him, even though I know I probably should. There are more like him? Pippa asked, a mix of worry and wonder in her voice. Where do you keep them? Well, not like him. There's no other quite like him, but... Yes. Joaquin replied. Then he invited us into his tidy home, and, eyes wide, we took in his impressive collection of puppets. He certainly had more of them. Many more. Some small, some big, some colorful in ornate costumes, others simple with sweet expressions, and others with bright smiles. They were all beautiful and unique. None of them made us feel like Old Man Gloom had. In fact, Quite the opposite. We felt downright joyous. Joaquin poured us each a cup of delicious tea and told us about his old days working for a puppet theater in the city, how he missed rehearsing and performing with his friends and colleagues and interacting with the audiences after shows most of all. Joaquin's puppets made him courageous and capable with crowds in a way he never was without them. But after he moved away, even when he managed to stay well, with every passing year and no more shows, it got harder to connect with people. These days, it was difficult to imagine his old life had ever really been his. Pippa and I left Joaquin that day grateful to have met him and to have seen his incredible array of puppets. But somehow, even after the wonderful conversation and seeing so many of his other brilliant creations, We couldn't shake the feeling that came over us while gazing into Old Man Gloom's eyes 
and hearing his name aloud for the first time. On the way back to our treehouse that afternoon, we ran into Princess Cordelia and told her all about Joaquin and his fantastical giant puppet. But little did we know that she would go on to tell her neighbor, Lucky Duck, who then told Mr. Cuthbert, who runs the store down the street, who then told all of his customers, so that by the next morning, everyone in Freshwater had not only heard about Old Man Gloom, they'd gone to Joaquin's house to get a look for themselves. The next day, Pippa and I both woke up on the wrong side of the bed. We were very cranky, to say the least. We felt aches in our backs and necks. Neither of us felt like talking, and everything got on our nerves, including each other. Still, we thought that a trip to the farmer's market might solve things. Fresh veggies always puts us in a good mood. Not to mention a nice slice of Claudia's carrot cake from the tofu spoon tent. But as it turns out, it wasn't just us. When Pippa and I walked through the town square and the farmer's market, there was a strange sadness that permeated the air. Everyone we saw looked absolutely miserable, overwhelmed, exhausted, almost like a curse had settled over the town. What's wrong with everyone? I wondered aloud. And then I listened to what the people were saying. They're all complaining about Old Man Gloom. They must have seen him, and he's ruined their moods too, Pippa exclaimed. How had word spread so quickly, I wondered. But as I looked at all the solemn faces of all the people of Freshwater that filled the town square that day, I thought Pippa must be right. But what could we do about it? That night, while Pippa cooked dinner, she had a brilliant idea. She does some of her best thinking when she gets her hands dirty with a project. That night's project was an experimental stew with some questionable ingredients. I've been thinking, what if we created a citywide celebration to banish Old Man Gloom? Banish Old Man Gloom? How? If the spirit of Old Man Gloom gets more and more powerful, the more people know about him. Maybe the opposite is true too. The more people we gather to stamp out his gloom, the more likely we are to end his hold on all of us. We could get everyone in town involved, make it a huge event. It's a way to get Joaquin performing again too, but we'd better move fast. Otherwise, we might all be permanently sad. I've cried five times while cooking this dinner, and I haven't even chopped any onions. You're right. There's nothing wrong with being sad, but this is something else entirely. <sighs> the big problem is, how do we get people there? The farmer's market only lasted a half hour. It usually goes on for half the day. I know I don't feel like going anywhere right now. I feel like curling up in a blanket and cuddling on the couch all alone. So I have to imagine that's how everyone else feels too. Still, despite the odds, the next day Pippa and I joined forces with Joaquin and the three of us mustered every last ounce of our energy into spreading the word about the doom of Old Man Gloom. Together. We encouraged everyone to drop papers listing their biggest griefs, worries, and struggles in a mailbox below Old Man Gloom, so we could cast them out right along with him. And that's exactly what we did. It was a feat. We hoisted Old Man Gloom and brought him to the field beyond the town square. 
The whole town of Freshwater gathered round at a safe distance and looked on as we ripped off his tarp and announced his destruction. Joaquin played the part well, and we watched Old Man Gloom's giant arms move up and down as we ignited him for all to see. So you'd think that's where the story ends, right? Freshwater goes back to normal and everyone moves on with their lives. A little less sad, a little less worried, a little less overwhelmed than before. In a sense, that is true, but the problem was it wasn't so easy to destroy the sadness that had fallen over Freshwater when Old Man Gloom's power was unleashed the day that Pippa and I had met Joaquin. The spirit of Old Man Gloom remained, even if the puppet had gone up in flames. Sadness is a powerful emotion. So on Joaquin's suggestion and Mayor Lucinda's approval, we decided to turn our celebration into an annual event. Now, every October, Joaquin creates a new, even larger puppet to house the spirit of Old Man Gloom, who builds up his strength with each passing day. And every year as a town, we destroy him and all of the gloom and sorrow that comes with him, together, just like the first time, once again united in our fight against all the darkness of the world, and once again a little lighter when we leave the fairgrounds that night. These days, Joaquin is happy and healthy. He runs his own puppet theater, performing in the summers at the park near the lake, and in town for all sorts of events. Everyone loves his shows, including me and Pippa. But my absolute favorite is, and will always be, the yearly doom of Old Man Gloom. But maybe that's just because I was there when it all began. That was The Doom of Old Man Gloom by C. Quintana. Produced by Chad Shanai. Executive produced and performed by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. And grown-ups, don't forget you can get access to ad-free episodes of the Girl Tales podcast, as well as a range of other shows for the kids in your life by subscribing to Star Glow Plus on Apple Podcasts. Grownups, if you would like extra stories for your tailblazers to listen to, like the original Alice's Adventures in Wonderland or The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, performed by me, well, there's only one place to get it. Head to patreon.com slash girltales and join Team Dorothy or above. And grownups, you can also find Girl Tales and Cordelia Studios on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. <laughs>